0: It's hard to wake up every day and put on a brave face, even when you're feeling a mess inside. Pretending to be happy is difficult enough, but I also have had to pretend that I love my children, even though I don't. I'm Amelia, and I was 15 when I got pregnant. I was studying for my GCSEs and was predicted to get really good grades. I planned to go to medical school and become a doctor. My teachers and my parents told me I'd go far and i believe them. I had big dreams for the future, and I couldn't wait to make all of them come true. But, oh well, I'd been going out with Edward for over a year before I lost my virginity to him. I really loved Edward, and being with him felt just right. We were always careful, though, when it comes to sex. We always used protection. That's why when I missed a period, I didn't think anything was wrong, and I was so busy cramming for my exams that I didn't notice. It was only when I started to get fat that I realized something was wrong and I took a pregnancy test. It was positive. A doctor confirmed I was pregnant. Four months pregnant, to be exact. It was too far along to do anything, even if I had wanted to. I was really helpless. Edward was so excited that he was going to be a parent, but I wasn't. I knew this child was going to ruin my life, but I didn't do anything about it. I had a baby boy who we named John, and the three of us moved into a council flat. I had to drop out of school to look after the baby while Edward went to work. With no qualifications, the only job he could get was as a pot washer in a restaurant. But he worked hard and got promoted to chef. He was soon earning so much that we could afford to buy a house. I was pleased for him, but also a bit resentful. Why did he get to make a career for himself whilst I had to stay at home with the baby? Two years later... It happened again. I was tired and felt sick and just knew A thin blue line confirmed that I was pregnant for a second time. I didn't want this child either, but how could I tell Edward I didn't want his baby? So I had the baby anyway. It wasn't easy to keep my feelings to myself throughout the pregnancy, but I managed somehow. I lied and pretended to be happy. It was a girl and we called her Evie. For the next two years, I stayed at home and looked after John and Evie whilst Edward carried on working. He soon got promoted to head chef. He then proposed to me with a beautiful ring, and I said yes because it felt like the right thing to do. On our wedding day, everyone told me how lucky I was to have two beautiful children and a gorgeous husband to look after us all. But deep inside, I didn't feel lucky. I hated my life and the person I'd become after giving up on my dreams and being stuck with my children. I really hated my life and I even hated looking in the mirror. Every time I saw my reflection, all I could see was how having children has changed me. My tummy has loose skin and was covered in stretch marks. I had frown lines on my face and was getting gray hairs. And while all my friends were going on exotic holidays and getting promoted in their careers, I was stuck at home With two children. I couldn't even get a minute's peace to myself. The only thing keeping me going was Edward. He looked after the children, even if he had worked a long shift. He cleaned the house when I couldn't face getting out of bed. He cooked the children their tea when I could only sit and cry. I didn't know what I would do without him. Then one day it all changed. Edward came home and sat on the sofa with his head in his hands and just started crying. He told me that he couldn't cope anymore, that he couldn't work every day and then come home and do everything around the house. He said he didn't want to be with me anymore, that he no longer loved me. And that night, he packed a bag and left. We were over. For weeks, I wouldn't leave the house. I could barely get out of bed. I didn't take the children to school or nursery. I didn't even want to talk to them. I just fed them and let them sit in front of the TV all day. And then something happened. I got a letter through my door from a solicitor. Edward had applied for full custody of the children. He didn't think I was a fit mother and wanted to take them away from me. The letter said that he didn't even want me to have visitation rights, but I didn't see this as a punishment. It was my opportunity to be free. I had spent too long living a lie, which wasn't fair on Edward, the children, and most importantly, me. Edward could give everything to my children that I couldn't. So I agreed. Six months passed and my life became much better. I got a job working as a secretary at a doctor's office. I was making money, I made new friends and I'm retaking my GCSEs at night school. So basically I'm starting to accomplish my dreams. But despite all that, I have to admit that something felt missing. But every time I felt that way, I reminded myself that leaving my children was my own decision and there wasn't any room for regret. I was convinced with that thought until one day, something happened that flipped my world upside down. I was at work when a young woman stormed in with a little girl. She was freaking out. I asked her what was wrong and she said that her girl has high fever and she's constantly vomiting. She begged me to let the doctor see her without an appointment. I looked at the little girl's face. And I suddenly froze in my place. I couldn't move, talk, or call the doctor. The girl I was looking at was my little girl, Evie. She looked unwell. The woman's loud screaming brought me back to reality. Quickly, I let her in the doctor's office. I wanted to go in with her, but the woman gave me a weird look as if she was her mother. I wanted to push her away and tell her it was my daughter. But I had no right. I waited outside against my will, and I felt like ages went by before they were out. Little Evie looked better. I wanted to go hug her, tell her I miss her. But the sight of her in that woman's arms stopped me. It was my decision. I reminded myself. I shouldn't chicken out now, but I couldn't. Days went by, and my feelings of guilt were building up. The truth was that I was a horrible human being. My own daughter was sick, and some woman who replaced me was taking care of her. How did I get here? Ironically, I started to understand that I needed my kids only when I left them. I selfishly blamed them for everything wrong in my life when the real problem was never them. It was me. I couldn't handle what I was feeling anymore. I knew my kids will be home on the weekend, so I grabbed my stuff and I went to see them at their father's house. I knew that Edward wouldn't welcome me in, so I decided to take my chances and knock on the door. When it opened, in front of me stood the same woman I saw at the clinic. She looked at me and said with a soft voice, May I help you? From what I could see, Edward has moved on pretty fast in replacing me with a young, attractive woman. She also seemed to be taking care of his kids well, so I wouldn't blame him for choosing her. I stood there, not sure what to say. When I heard Evie's voice calling me, Mommy, my face lit up. She ran up to me and I kneeled down to give her a hug. To my shock my daughter was not running towards me she was running towards who was apparently her new mommy i froze in my place the woman was asking me all sorts of things that i didn't really listen to i just kept staring at my daughter who was in another woman's arms that moment i don't know what got to me i quickly grabbed my daughter and i hugged her and started crying i told the woman to back off the woman freaked out and she started calling edward ''Call 911!'' she screamed. Edward came in in a hurry, and when he saw me, he stopped and seemed relieved somehow. And then he said, ''It's okay, Edna. That's the mother.'' ''Why are you here?'' he asked. I said with tears in my eyes, ''I can't believe you moved on this fast, Edward. A new mom for my kids. What were you thinking?'' Edward then asked me to come in. He said that we should talk. I agreed to go in. My daughter was still in my arms.'' Edward asked me to relax. He said that Edna was the babysitter and the kids loved her. They were traumatized after what happened and they started calling the babysitter mommy. He couldn't blame them, he said. The kids had been through a really hard phase. By then, I was sobbing. It might seem crazy to you, but I was just realizing what I have done. I told Edward that I wasn't in the right state of mind when I left them and that I can't go on my life anymore like nothing happened. I wanted to fix it. Edward seemed hesitant. He said that if I'm asking to get back into my children's lives, I needed to be patient and see what was in the best interest of our children. I couldn't simply walk in and out of their lives like that. To say the least, Edward was right. He was kind enough to allow me a second chance to be in my children's life. Since that day, I was determined to prove myself to my family. We went to therapy sessions together, and it even improved my relationship with Edward who is still technically my husband. Nothing is fixed yet, and I am aware that we have a long way to go. But I know that someday, I'll be the mom and wife my family deserves. I'm working hard on it.